us on Facebook Live now. And one of the things that I know that is very important as we start to pray, uh, pray today for men, uh, that 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 there is there is something that commonality and shared values uh, makes the difference when men can come together in unity. Uh, I got my dear friend on, and everyone should be seeing us now on Facebook Live, and uh, those that are on our conference call. Brother James, God bless you, man. Thank you for being with us today. Uh, I know we had a little little difficulty uh, get, getting started, uh, but we're on now. And those that are looking for, you can tell your, I think some people have logged on to Facebook Live now, so they can they can they can see uh, that handsome face of yours. Glory be to God. And uh, let's 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 dig in. Uh, I know sometimes I have to change up my uh, uh, my Facebook privacy settings sometimes. But I see people already um, on right now. We're talking about men coming together and hearing the war cry. Can you talk a little bit? Give a little bit about your background because you have an extensive background, a lot of experience in in, in different areas. Tell them a little bit about who you are and what you're doing right now. Uh, a little about me. Actually, I uh, started in in retail business uh, in college. Went to went to college to be a nurse and uh, finished. Uh, did not go into that field. Went into retail instead. Over the years in the automotive business uh, for years, Mercedes Benz, uh, BMW, Audi, and then uh, 2008, I uh, had some serious issues happen. And then I figured out after much prayer, meditation, fasting, what my calling was, what I was put on earth to do, what I was sent to do was life coaching. So I've been life coaching uh, full-time since 2008, my own company called WellDrivenLife.com, WellDrivenLife.com. And also decided to accept my calling also uh, into the ministry as well, another level. So I uh, started in seminary in 2012 and so ordained uh, minister as well. And so uh, just over the years, I figured out that my purpose and my reason for waking up is to give my gifts away. So if I don't go to bed, when I go to bed at night, if I'm not empty and void of all gifts, I have not done my purpose for that day. So that is my intent every day is to go to <laughs> sleep at night, void of all gifts given, because guess what? They're not mine to keep. I will not show up on that great day with a handful of gifts. Well, I, I love that, man. No, it's about pouring out and it's about giving back what, what we have received. And I think that's why it's so important that this topic today, um, because of all the experiences uh, that 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 uh, that come along with um, seeking the kingdom of God and, and doing what God has called us to do, uh, we have to understand uh, that there's a dilemma where men do not know where to find um, other men that are going in the same direction. It seems to be, uh, I, I, I don't want to say it, an intentional a uh, roadblock uh, that is going on in our society today, but there is definitely something that is trying to discourage men from coming from coming together and being uh, who God called them to be uh, in this vast marketplace. Three things that we're going to learn uh, today is the call of God for men uh, is a distinct call. We're also going to talk about uh, why men must be able to relate to the message of. Uh, the war cry of, of of that calling that God calls us to. And then third, how men must rally around the message. That means we got to find something where we're not 
Come on. We're dropping egos. We're not competing against yeah. one another. My God, I've been in a lot of circles, man, and you can kind of almost feel the tension. So let's let's talk about yeah. let's talk about uh, this first thing about the call of God for men is a distinct is a distinct call. Um, I'm going to use for an example. Um, and this is right out of scripture. So I'm not I'm not trying to be uh, all zigabooish and crazy and everything. But when God called Abraham, and 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 I, I believe that he was really calling the whole family. He was calling his father. He was calling his brothers and, and so forth. But when God called Abraham in Genesis, look at the distinction right here. Genesis chapter 12. And uh, it says, uh, the, the Lord had said unto Abram, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred. Man, this is a heartbreak. And from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. I mean, God makes the call personal. He calls us by Amen. name. Now, uh, give me some experience about when you started knowing that, look, I'm not over. I'm not supposed to be over here. I'm not supposed to be over there. I'm supposed to be right at those coordinates that 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 God called me to. What does what does that feel like? Give the men a sense of understanding because because you've been in this thing for a while and you know that if you go wrong now, it's on you. Come on. <laughs> if you. If you go off the beaten path, it's on you. Talk to us <laughs> That's right. about that. I would say, you know, one thing we have to realize is that the Lord is going to be uh, very direct. He's always very direct. Uh, people say, oh, we'll say he's, all, he's, almost, he's also a gentleman as well. He's not going to force anything upon you, but he will. He will step back from you and let the enemy have his way with you. As he said in Job, you can't kill him. But I, I, you, you, you can talk to him for a minute, for a better word. And, and, so, <laughs> and Man, so for me, you know, and, and, and so for me, when I first hit that number, hit that seven figure number, I crossed the line because I started loving stuff. I started loving stuff. And the one thing that I had to realize at that point for me. Hold up, hold was, up, James. Slow down right there. You was making seven figures. But there was something still missing. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Exactly. Something still missing. And what that missing was for me was when my, my, my business partner and I just got completely blindsided because I put friendship above business for a moment. So and lost everything over six million dollars. And then I'm sitting there thinking of why in the world I'm tithing. I'm going to church. I'm in the word. And then I sat there and was thinking of all kind of the enemies wearing me out, wearing me out. And so and I had to sit there and sit back and realize. And when I finally realized how much the Lord loves us, how much he can answer your prayer and talk to you if you talk to him or if you listen, because he's always talking. So yeah. I said, Lord, why? when I finally sat down and put my, my little eagle to the side, I said, Lord, why? He said, because you loved your stuff. And I'm a jealous God. Mm. And I had two choices with you. I could let you go to reprobate mind, which we know what the word means. That means people that go what we call crazy, stir crazy. Or I can knock you on your butt and pick you up and remind you I love you. So I decided to knock you on your butt to pick you up, to show you that you can't love stuff in me. You can like stuff, 
Well, well look, let's, let's let the men know. It wasn't the devil that knocked you on your butt. Exactly. Exactly <laughs> right. Exactly. That's it. it because a lot of people want to blame people. A lot of people want to say the devil <laughs> and, and mama in them and, and you That's know, right. friends. I want to hear right. it right. right. You said, God said, it's time to slow down and figure out who you are. That's right. That's right. Because you, you're going to love your stuff and take it to hell with you. <laughs> or you're going to realize that I am all that you need. You can like stuff, but you can't love stuff. So for me, I realized, and, and then I had that moment as we all, you know, we've heard about cliche, you know, what would you do for free? So my first client was sitting in front of me and he got it. Whatever he needed to get, he got it. And I'm sitting back like, I get paid for this? What just happened? And the Lord reminded me because my prayer before I coach or talk or speak to anybody, life coaching, business coaching, Lord, decrease me and increase you. Because I know if I give you my opinion, we all in trouble. But the Holy Spirit gives you what he was scheduled to give you that day through me, then you're going to win big. So my prayer is the same. Decrease me and keep me out of the way. Just use me as a conduit to get this person what they need. Yeah. And so as I, as I, as that's my prayer all the time with my clients, I get clients, I'm looking at them like, what just happened? And Laura said, ain't your business what just happened. You asked me to speak through you. So just sit there and hold your peace while I, I don't have to use anybody, but I chose to use you the situation. But we have to realize that we give, we give the enemy too much credit, too much credit. Yeah. Because it, it, it's it's funny. Years ago, I had this 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 old preacher and when I was in Orlando, Florida, he 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 gave me this. I guess you can call it a, a riddle. He said, "What's the one thing that's trying to kill you? Only purpose is to kill you, but you have to feed it, bathe it, and clothe it. You have to." And I said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "I listen to this guy," and finally I realized it. He said, "Flesh, your flesh, <laughs> your earth suit." <laughs> You got to bathe it, otherwise you're going to stink. You got to feed it, otherwise you're going to starve to death. And you got to clothe it, otherwise you're going to jail bit outside. <laughs> well, let, let me you tell you something. Th this thing, <laughs> when, when God told Abraham to get away from the familiar, you, you let me right into this thing. The flesh is the familiar. And, exactly. and he tells him to get out from your country. Boy, I know... I know some people don't like that when God tell you, you got to go to another city. <laughs> you know, right. you got you to get away from the familiar. He says, get away from your kindred. That word there is uh, moledeth. Moledeth. It, yes. it means your nativity, where you were born. I know some people just don't like starting over again, uh, Brother James. But I'm telling you, if God is about to bless you. Starting all over again. Amen. It's not like that song I used to learn in the secular. It's going to be rough. Come on. No, 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 no. Watch it. If God says, get out of That's your right. city, get away from the familiar. Right. And then he says, from That's your right. father's house. Now, this is deep. The word is Ab. Now, we know that Abba, get away from your source. Because now I want to be your Abba. Now, I've had to make Amen. that transition myself. What does it feel like that all your resources are dried up and God is saying, get away from your source or sometimes your resources that I am now. Let me just finish it. He says, a land that I will show thee. 
So land right there, that word is Eretz, it's talking about country, Amen. ground, world, a field. He's about to put you in a new field, Amen. even in a new nation. Can Amen. the man understand this? If God is saying, I'm cutting off all your sources, I'm cutting off all your stuff, and I'm going to put you in another land that, wait a minute, I will make thee a great nation. Amen. You know how many Amen. people try to take credit for our greatness, James? That's right. I'm going to stop right. right there. Come on, God wants to get the credit, but we have let others try to take the credit for something only God can do. Talk to the men. Right. What does that feel That's like? Right. You know, it's it's funny because one thing I learned early enough in, in my life, and I share with people now, the enemy always tries to tries to use your intellect against you. Your intellect. I got here because of my intellect. I got here because no, you got here because the Lord said you could be there. The Lord assigned you to be at that certain place, certain time in your life. He assigned you. So let's so I have to realize. It was nothing to do with my with, with my my education. Education is great and necessary. I, I definitely don't do not knock that. But at the end of the day, it's about your faith. It's like Abraham. It's it's about going going. Where am I going? It don't matter where you're going. Just start walking. Don't look back. Yeah. And that's the point that we have a hard time with. Well, well who are you? I am God. I am I, I the great I am. Because there is no there is no present. There, there's only past. There's only pretense and past. As I just said that now, it's in the past. And we have to get our understanding the fact of how dare we ask how we're going to make it when the birds and the fish are fed. How dare we got to really know what that what, what yes. that what that verse means. How dare you ask that question? How you gonna just like it? when people just like when they're out there, well, okay, you're giving us these these manna or pancakes for a better word, but I want something to go with it. Okay, here's a quail. Well, I want to scrap up because I see this quail, but I'm going to get extra because I'm not sure about tomorrow. But again, our intellect, our intellect, it will wear you out if you don't submit, surrender. If you don't die every single night to this thing, flesh thing, you will never get to that point. But guess what? We have to remember that the war is won. You have to fight, but the war is already over. Now, your piece, your piece of that is to prayer and meditation to figure out what am I going to do today? I, it's, 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 it's funny, Bishop. I was at, I had a client give me a huge tip one night and I was coming home and I stopped by Target and people outside, they were out there playing instruments and asking his family, asking for money. So I had the audacity, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call it that. I had the audacity to go into Target and ask them, can they change this, this, this $100 bill? And they're like, oh, we don't have change for that. Now, how many, how many, how can you justify Target not having changed for a hundred dollar bill? <laughs> well, but what it was, the Lord told me that that guy gave you that so you put it in that guy's bucket outside. It is, it is not yours in the first place. So I, you know, I, I quickly got it, walked outside, dropped the guy, looked at me like, I'm like, this ain't about me, brother. <laughs> this ain't about me. I just went in there and lost who I was for half a second. But through grace and mercy, the Holy Spirit said, "What what what you what you need change for? Put put all empty your pocket in this man's." <laughs> so, but to remind us that we have to do what thus says the Lord. He has not, will not, left us. And we got so many people now. These 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 younger people, they're actually being taught 
well, I am God. I didn't figure the God in me. I believe in God, but he's not my Lord and Savior. It is so much, so much lost situation. And I tell men, you were created out of the dust. You were created to have, you, you got to name everything. Even the one man, you got to name everything. So when are you going to brush off yourself, stand on the word, and look to the hills? Well, this is the <laughs> message. The message The message is clearly plain. Jesus came and we, I call it the, uh, the, the, the plan of redemption, to not, not to bring man to heaven, but to bring man back to a place of dominion. And obviously, Amen. Abram had to get away from some things, the familiarity of even his Ab, Abba, his source. He had to get Amen. and plug into the kingdom of God, which is not religion. It's a government. This battle, this war cry, I'm telling you, when I, when I, when I started to really tune into what is the message that God is trying to send me, and and it, it was a cry. It was it was it was basically saying, Leon. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine Abram hearing his name called? You know, I, I got some people that don't even like me right now. You better hear me, man. Don't even like my Amen. name. Don't even know what my name means. My name means lion. You know what I mean? My last name means son of the right hand. When God called my That's name, it. I remember getting a distinctive call in Saudi Arabia when I was in Desert Shield, Desert Storm, doing the Gulf Wars. And when he began to call me, it was it was sort of like Abram. You know, oh, man, you have to get away from some familiarity. I've already pulled you into a war, so I so you kind of getting it, aren't you? You know, you know how much I fought to stay in the familiar? I'm telling you, it is That's a right. fight. Can, can you relate to that? and help these men understand there is a fight to stay with what you know as opposed to going where God knows what you need to know, <laughs> you know? Because exactly, that's right. Because we, we, have to, we have to understand, I tell people all the time that, that when you're comfortable, comfortable to an aspect of, I should be doing something else. You have to challenge that. I'm not saying you to have, peace is yours already. It's, it was given to you on the cross. But being comfortable is something we'd be very cognizant about because, yeah. you know, I like listening to it. We know I can go to church, but I listen to the word, but, you know, I still like, like to put a little ice cube on every now and then. That's, 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 un and, and then you get to get the world aspect of it where Beyonce, you know, you don't need a man, you need independent. Stop all that. Stop all that demonic, that Talk demonic attack, demonic, yeah. uh, that is a demonic attack. And so then you got people, well, you know what? I've got some friends, you know, who are this and who are that, and they're okay people. That, that particular lifestyle is demonic, period. There's no gray. <laughs> There's no gray. But again, comfortable, comfortable, comfortableness is knowing that the tomb is empty. Comfortableness is knowing that the Lord will never leave you. Comfortable is, is not let them do them, I'll do me. That is not what the word said. The word said, go ye forth and seek. That's what the word, the word says, spread my word. The word said, tell people about me. The word said, make sure that they know that I love them. The word said, and we got to really get to that point where we have to stop being, I'm just going to do me. What does that mean? It means absolutely nothing. That is an empty, cop-out, not manly statement. Your responsibility 
is to spread the word. Where have you been? Whether you've been, like I said, Desert Storm, whether you've been in prison, you know that when you were there, the one that had you get that sleep, if it was an hour or eight hours, was Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit allowed you to do that. So tell folks call. the truth. It was, yes. a, it was a call, James. Um, he tells Abram that I'm going to make your name great and thou shalt be a blessing and I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Now, come on now. That means, that means I can basically, if I hear God's call and his message right of the kingdom of God, I can basically land just about anywhere Amen. As long as I, here's the second part of, of this this dilemma. How, how can men relate? Uh, it says men must be able to relate to the message. And obviously where Abram was, he, he couldn't relate. He was with the familiar. He was in his Amen. father's house. He was kind of eating off his dad. <laughs> he was Amen. eating off of what is what his natural father knew. But here now, God is calling him, say, I need you to eat off of another source. But the relationship part, why do men struggle with the relationships building with other men? Because Ab Abram had to get out of that, you know, into a whole new nation. I, have you ever Amen. been to a place where you say, I got to meet all new people? Amen. I know it's going to be rough, but I got to meet all new people. What does that feel like? Help the man understand. If, if I'm going to relate to this thing, to this message, I got to get into a frame, a mindset that it might be not be the same people that I've always been relating to. That's right. That's right. You know, one, one thing for me, when I was left Florida, uh, the Lord sent me blindly. Bl I'm, I'll keep saying that. We're talking about Abraham. <laughs> he sent me blindly to the state of Missouri. For some opportunities and never been there before got there was supremely so i mean it was an incredible demonic attack of people attacking me Ooh. because of my hue because of my hue Hold up, unpack, was, unpack unpack bro, you bro, got was, attacked attack and all you were doing was hearing where exactly. god told you to go but you exactly. got attacked let's attack. unpack that let's unpack attack. that I say I went to this. I was the same denomination that I was in Florida. Went to a church, and and the, and the minister told me you can join, but you can't be up front because we're not ready to see anybody of color up front at this church. Now this church is seventeen thousand members, but what I had to realize is that my dad, the late Reverend George Bonds, instilled when we were kids, this battle is not black and white. Never has been. That will be. This battle is good and evil. So what I was immediately able to do, instead of going with this whole society conversation about racism, I went right with the word. This man is in pain. This man is confused. I need to not be mad. I need to pray for him because he's leading 17,000 plus people in the direction of his opinion wow. instead of what the word of God said. Wow. So for me, it was one thing I still to my kids, this is not about black and white. Any of this stuff, black and white. We are so confused with the wool, with the scales in our eyes. This battle is, is demonic. This battle is about good and evil. And so getting there, I had to realize resources were like, okay, now the resources are not, are not coming back at all because of the scales on the people's eyes and their confusion. And they were teaching this, this thing that we heard since we were kids, this curse of ham, that I'm not even human anymore. <laughs> so I had to realize 
I was sent there to show them a professional person who loves and trusts God. Why do people why do people still deal with color of the skin, the outward skin? Why 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 do some people we look, we gotta deal with it. I, I yes. just happen to be brown shade. You got you got a shade <laughs> of you. Why do some people still struggle with the fact that just because I don't look like you does not mean we're not related, that we're not together for a common purpose, for for a common, you know, uh, for a common cause? Why does that type of spirit still exist? And I'm telling you, I'm not, you know, racism is not even in my dictionary. That's, but but, but, but yet, we have to get people to understand the devil hates everybody. But if we right. get me and you to fight each other, that's right. He wins. And and that's the one thing that's missed. The one the one thing we have to realize, as the word says, there's nothing new under the sun. The the one the one thing that we we that we give uh, uh, Satan and his crew, so to speak. The power, because we we fail to understand that he's a master manipulator. He's not an average. He's he's not a beginner. He's he's not superior. He's a master manipulator. And by what he does, of course, with that is he keeps people confused because the moment, the moment that we look back, the moment that we look at these pictures of just say Martin Luther King marching, and the moment those pictures have been taken down. It's because that crowd of marching is a melting pot because so many folks just got it. They realize it's not black and white. It's good and evil. And the moment that we understand that, the enemy knows that we're closer, that we're, that we're closer, that we're stronger. And so I, you know, and, and one thing I, again, they expect me, I'm a big guy. So they expect me to just go off. I'm not giving you my power. I need to pray for you. I need to pray for you because I'm not mad at you. You're confused. Well, is, isn't you know? that, James, the definition of meekness? Strength under control. Meekness does not mean weakness. That's it, right. It means exactly. power under control. That's it. That's it. And, and that's one that we really have to get our, 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 our men to really get that. It's about you're not in competition with me. We need to lock arms and arms and fight together because now we're fighting together. We're not fighting. We're fighting together. Fighting together, meaning we're getting understanding. Like the word said, people pass, perish for lack of knowledge. I need to share with you what I know, and you share what you know, and now we both know more. So this is not about competition. This is about, I need to not judge you. I should not bring you condemnation if you say, brother, I'm hurting today. I need a minute. I'm hurting today. You know, because we, we had a thing at, at, at my church in Florida, the Simmons of God churches, that we had a had, had a pack with all men, is that it was called give me 60. I mean, I can call you any time of the day, midnight, whatever, and you give me 60 seconds of listening time. Oh, when I'm done. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I like that. Um, one, yes. one of the things about the <laughs> battle cry, I mentioned this on the last men of power call, is devoting time to men. Give me 60. You know, yes. give me some time. Me um, we, we're about we're going to be starting up our local men's fellowship here in, in Richmond uh, on Saturdays. And then in Tulsa, we're going to be doing it on Wednesdays. Um, just give an opportunity because men really don't get together like they should. Am I being they real or what? That yeah, you're being real because if if a game is on, yeah, we in there. If a game is on, <laughs> but if, if it's about sitting, if it's about sitting back talking about how life sucked this week for me. 
how can I, can, can you pray for me? Can you tell me some, get, drop some knowledge on me? That's like, oh, I ain't coming to that. And, and so with, with, with that, give me 60, our, our promise each other, pledge each other was to listen to me for 60 seconds. Don't try to fix it. Don't respond. But when I'm done, I'm pouring out my, my situation. You pray for me and then we're done. You don't bring it up again. We're done with that. And, and, and that caused so many men to get delivered. Yeah. When we started that over the years of doing that, it was just incredible. And I have a program now that I'm part of a group called Men of Jesus, an international group. And we, we have a program we started last year. And I'm telling you, Bishop, I was so I was I was actually hurt for a moment until I realized what the enemy was trying to do. I put it all on my social media program that we take young men, black and brown men, 15 to 35. We spend one hour twice a month on a Zoom call, walking through Proverbs. And so I, and at the end of each call, we give them a $100 bill just for the time, $100 bill. And I was blown away first when I realized that, that the enemy, is, is, when I put it out to all our churches of color, I'll say it that way, not a one church said it was a good idea. Every single church said, why are you paying people for the word? What's wrong with you? That's just, that's not right. Not a one church. So the Lord had me pivot. I started to reach out to who I knew were single, single moms. Every single one of them signed up for it. Oh. Because it's it's not a lot of money. Hold up, hold up. His, <laughs> Abraham, get away from your country, from your kindred, from That's your it. father's house, and go to another nation. That's it. Another group of people. <laughs> that I'm going to make your name great amongst them. You know, Jesus says something too. A prophet is not without honor, save in his own hometown. Why Amen. you got to go way over? I call it the barnyards here. You got to go way over to Australia That's right. and be anointed in Australia. Amen. And here you are, right in South Carolina, in the in, come on, right with your family in North Carolina. That's right. And they go, oh, that's all Jamie. That ain't that's that, right. that Jamie. That hey, he, I was with him, man. He, he ain't nothing. That's and right. then you go all the way over to South America. <laughs> and the that's same right. person, same, the same the anointing, same. the same. And boom, it, it, it people catch it. That's same. That's same. That's that's same. That's because again, like I said earlier, we both know. There's nothing under the sun. He uses the same thing against us, and it works every time. And that is just, I was shocked of all these churches, not a one, I'm talking about not, not a 10% bishop, zero say it was a good idea. I said, so we're going to let the FOI, the, the, the Israelites, all these people come and, and pay our young man to get their attention, and we won't reach down and just understand rewarding for their time because our job with this with this client with this going through proverbs i like i like no that we we we're gonna try you something know, like that too with it and yeah here. I, I love that idea man that is beautiful yeah exactly because because you know at, at the end of the day it's not about paying them for the for paying them it's about respecting their time and it's also about understanding that once we lay that seed the holy spirit gonna rain it on it but our job is just to plant the seed and walk away. Plant and, but, some plant, some plant, some right. water. 
but that's God it. gives the increase. The inc- ex- that's exactly right. So we got to realize, because as we both know, the book of Proverbs is business 101, is finances 101. <laughs> it's, it's the best book you can read on all of that. But again, we don't just take time to realize that. But let's, yeah, let's, but just, let's, yeah. let's unpack because I got some men on the conference call that might have a few questions for you, okay? But the, the yes. last part about I wanted to share, if you can just give me about five minutes of, of your of your of your experience of men coming together. Why is it important for men to rally together around common values or what we call shared values? This battle cry, I'm sure all the men are hearing the cry, but we just haven't Amen. found out the, the group that we need to be with. You know, exactly. But but, but the That's rally, right. you know, don't you love it in the basketball game where they get around in the huddle or in the football, right. they get in a huddle and the guy give the plays right. and then they what? They clap their hands and go, let's do this thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's Man, I'm right. getting excited. That's right. Why is that important, James? Because, you know, it's it's important for us to realize how much we need to lean on each other. Because like you said, to give, give the basketball analogy, everybody can't be a point guard but you can be the best center to get the job done. So to yeah. realize that I don't have to be in competition. I need to see what you know. Look, we got women listening. Uh, Jay, my wife said, wow, Sandy. We even got women on Facebook page watching this because <laughs> maybe they got sons. Maybe they got, come on, uh, children right. that, that need to be a part of this men's fellowship That's because right. I want That's you, right. I want to be a part of what you're doing. I didn't bring you on this this. this this men's call just for just have you out. I, I really, you know how long we've been knowing each other, James, back yes. and forth. It's been about what, 10 years? I don't know. At least, at least 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 the connection, the rally, I just just think we are in a war and we're losing our sons and our daughters. Yes. In the as as yes. collateral damage and casualties of, of war unnecessarily. And we need That's to right. rally together, get in that huddle. Bring our children in that huddle. Bring our sons and our daughters. Bring our spouses in that huddle. We we got to do That's something. Right. We do. We do. You know. And and one thing that I teach young men as well is very important. When your daughter becomes about nine years old, you need to start dating her. You start. I mean, I'm talking about. She put on a Sunday best. Your Sunday best. You go outside the house. You get flowers. You knock on the door. Ask her to go on a date with you. You take her to a, a real restaurant. Show it off the menu, show how to order off the menu, have her understand placement, etiquette of eating dinner, tell her she's enough, tell her she's worthy, tell her she's because the enemy's waiting to tell that when she gets to be a teenager, when when the hormones start. So he's waiting to send a demonic presence to tell her that. Now she's lost because she's never heard it from a man who loves her. So I challenge all men, nine years old or so. Start dating your daughter, letting her know. So when this joke comes up that's sent by the demonic spirits, yeah. Oh yeah, you fine. Oh my dad told me I'm good. I look good already. Oh you pretty, and my dad told me already. So I'm good. Now what next? Oh, here's your flowers. I, I I get those, my dad. So what next? Come so on. now she's more prepared. She's more prepared to do that. My people laugh at laugh at my son because my son now he's a he's he's an adult now just finished grad school entering law school soon here but he used to say dad people look because my son knew not to get in my car before his my my his mom and my daughter were in the car first so he held the door from eight years old on 
he knew, do not sit in my car before a lady gets into the car and sit down. Oh, and the door. come on, man. It wasn't an option. <laughs> so, That's right. As the word said, train up a child. Because guess what? You're responsible. The Lord gives you that gift we call a child to show them who he is, to speak the word into them, speak life into them. But we have to make sure that the young men out there, they're being, I had. I remember years ago when I, when I was doing some work with, Cleveland, with, with the Cleveland Cavaliers and, and had a chance to meet LeBron. He was talking about how his mother, who we know has issues and things going on, but sent him to his uncles in, in the summer because she knew she couldn't raise a man without a man being around. Yeah. Even though they were doing wrong things, he still had that concept of a man. Just yeah. because you can stand up and pee, don't make you a man. That Ooh. makes you a male. And it's a uh, difference. Man, you're talking some stuff right and now. Uh, there was a guy, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Chuck Colson, just talk about uh, being a male is a matter of birth, but being a man is a matter of choice. You know, that's it. That's and and that's I got it. some. Look, I got some men on the line. I, they might want to have a question. Uh, glory be to God. Um, I'm going to open the call up. Anybody got a comment or question for James? We have a few brothers on the line. And I want to open up the call to you all to shoot out a question or comment for Brother James and what y'all heard today. Call is now open. Anybody want to jump out there? I'm giving you an opportunity. I appreciate the bishop and the gentleman James. He was, I'm older than you, my bishop. And you did, but you brought some things to my mind that I that brought back to my attention that the things I need to do for my family. And I appreciate your story. And don't be ashamed. Keep on doing what you're doing. But I'm learning just by this coming. I'm over here. I had it on mute because I was over here trying to contain myself. I was at y'all in church. I am saying hallelujah. I'm just hallelujah. We are soldiers of the Lord, and, and I thank God for you, and, and I thank the bishop, and I'm learning. Keep on teaching. I appreciate yeah. you. Man, thank, thank yeah. you so much, Brother Kenneth. Um, Kenneth is one of our elders at, at, at the ministry, amen, here in, in oh. Richmond, Virginia. Um, I appreciate that. You know, amen. we can all learn. That's why we got to do this rally. That's why we got to hear a message that is common, that is shared. And you're going to fit somewhere. I'm not saying that we fit everywhere, you know, but but anybody else on there? Anybody just want to jump out there, got a comment or, or a question for our brother James? Anybody else on the line? Anybody with a comment or question? Going once. Y'all enjoying this? Okay. Going twice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, look, I, I appreciate it. You know, we we know how it is for men to break down, you know, because, you know, we was taught sometimes that image that men got to be tough and can't let our hair down and being around other men, we got to, you know, be a certain way. But let's take these last few minutes, James, kind of let people know where you are, what you're doing, how they can reach you, you know, and any uh, uh we could put that down in the comments 
um, after the after the call so they can go and click links and things like that. But wh where are some places that they can reach okay. you and get a, get a hold of you? Well, the best place is going to be you can call me directly, of course, at 866-775-5233 or on LinkedIn, of course, Coach James Bond. And my website is welldrivenlife.com, welldrivenlife.com. And also, if you look up MOJ, Man of Jesus, I'm an elder in that particular group. And that's the one I mentioned earlier that we have a program where we take young men through Proverbs and then we actually uh, accommodate them for their time with a hundred dollar bill after each day to be on Zoom session, camera on and participate in the conversation. And then we give them that, again, a hundred dollar bill for their time. Now, it's not going to do maybe it's going to pay bills, gas money, but it's more so to help them know that we respect your time. We're not just a bunch of old folks talking about shut up and listen. The, that that day left in 1970. We have to be, we have to meet these kids, young people where they are, mentally, spiritually. Because guess what? If you look at the research, millennials and younger, that next generation, they're actually more open to hear the word than generations have been for for decades and decades. Actually, more yeah. open. But the issue we have is that we have to make sure that we also stick with Deuteronomy, stop adding to and taking from the word. Say what thus says the Lord. Don't make it feel good. Make it speak truth, which it already is. Yeah. Well, well I, I got I think I, I put your website down. Welldrivenlife.com. And yes, uh, we we going to get some of our young men. Connected. I, I, I am not selfish. <laughs> Glory be to God. Uh, but we, we're going to find a way to do the uh, what we're going to be doing in our local men's fellowship, our local men, uh, our man cave 2024 conference. Uh, we're going to be putting out information awesome. about that next year. We definitely want to have you come and speak and, and be a part of that. And uh, I love to give, you know, let's give them 60. You know, men need that time. And in our local yes. fellowships, if we have any men out there that want to uh, help us and be a part of local men's fellowships. If you don't have a men's fellowship in your area, we want to help you create one. Um, we, we want we want to be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem. So if, if you don't have a local men's fellowship, then please contact us at menreachingmen at gmail.com and uh, be a part of our Man Cave 2024 conference. We are really serious about bringing men out of the cave and let's rally together. Let's hear the war cry. Let's hear the cry. And let's not be so un, you know, so uncomfortable that we don't leave our comfort zones to get Amen. to what God is going to do. <laughs> okay, James, final words. Any last words of encouragement? I'm going to give you the final words and then we're going to close. Final word. Don't own what's not yours. Do not own what's not yours. The price is paid on the cross. Don't own what's not yours. People taking your power is a false statement. People cannot take your power. You have to surrender your power. So I challenge you to keep your power. I challenge you to find a local men's group. If that group makes you feel small, Lead that group and go find the right group. Because we are to lean on each other. 
We should be able to take off our cape around each other. Anybody has you own what's not yours, say that to them. I am not here to own what's not mine. I need to own what is mine. But Jesus Christ loves me right where, matter of fact, let's get clear with that because people need to understand the word. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. There's many people who will use that name. Jesus Christ of Nazareth loves me right where I am and is waiting open arms, not to rain fire and brimstone on me, but to say, I forgive you and I love you. So today I challenge all men, do not own what's not yours. No condemnation in Jesus of Nazareth. He loves you. He's waiting for you. Bishop, I appreciate you. Love you, brother. And let's make sure that we help these young men fight. Wow. You guys heard it from James Bond today. Life coach, wealth coach, um, a child of God. Uh, we're going to be back uh, next Saturday, on another men's call. We're going to be uh, dealing, dealing again with the man cave. And uh, we appreciate everyone. If you want to reach out to us, come on, menreachingmen at gmail.com. Uh, local fellowship announcement is going to be coming out uh, in Richmond. It's going to be on Saturdays. And then in Tulsa, it's going to be on Wednesdays. And uh, so just look out for the announcements. And uh, we're going to have a good time getting getting these young men, getting these men together. So God bless you all. You guys have a great weekend. Go to church tomorrow. Find a fellowship. <laughs> Don't stay alone. You are not good. As the Bible says, it's not good <laughs> for man to be alone. God bless you all. Oh, man. Have a good one.